Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Well, good day, footy fans, and welcome to round 27 of How Good Is Rugby League? It's incredible. We are here, the 27th and final round. This is it. This is what determines whose season ends and who moves into the finals, which begin next week. There will be some new faces there, that's for sure. The Warriors are a lock to play finals football, and Newcastle are sitting pretty in fifth spot. And regardless of other results next weekend, or this weekend, we'll certainly host a home final next week. Okay, so who is irrelevant at this point in time? 11th to 17th, the Eels, Manly, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Bulldogs, the Dragons, the West Tigers. Some big names in there. Uh, done for the year. Um, I think the, the Dolphins have had an outstanding first season and probably finish where they are a fairly fairly placed to be honest in 14th place it's been a big year for them they have impressed they have been outstanding uh for aspects of it they took the comp by storm with their upset of the roosters in round one they had some nice matches along the way uh, but depth and and um the challenges of injuries suspensions and and blooding new players all took its toll um, Parramatta, last year's runners-up, have finished uh, in 11th spot on the ladder for now, and um, we will take a look at their season a bit next week, but uh, certainly disappointing given where they finished last year. The Tigers uh, collect, or are likely to collect, back-to-back wooden spoons. At the top end of the ladder... Brisbane are currently outright first with a round to go. So the, the results this weekend all hinge on each other. And um, the first one to look at is this Brisbane and Melbourne game on Thursday night. So Brisbane currently sit in first place, uh, Melbourne in fourth. If Brisbane win, that's the minor premiership secured for them. If Melbourne win, Melbourne will uh, temporarily jump into uh, third place. Uh, but with the Warriors expected to beat the Dolphins, uh, Melbourne's stay in third place will likely only be for a short period of time. Uh, the big question is really going to be around the Panthers. Um, and if Brisbane lose and they win, they secure um, the minor premiership. It's been another incredible year for them. Then at the bottom end of the ladder, you have sixth hosting, um, sixth playing seventh this weekend with uh, Cronulla and Canberra uh, going toe to toe, and uh, Souths in ninth, uh, in eighth, sorry, playing the Roosters uh, in tenth spot, um, and of course the winner of that game will, if it is Souths, will be have a secured spot, uh, and if the Cowboys win and the Rabbitohs lose, then the Cowboys go on to take that spot. 
and if the Roosters win and the Cowboys lose, the Roosters take that spot. Uh, the real story is actually the Raiders, um, who will actually um, actually survive um, if. Well, actually, it could actually drop out of the eight if the um, Bunnies and the Cowboys win and they lose. Quite a complicated set, just based on four and against. Quite a complicated um, calculation. Um, but yeah, it's been a, another big week in rugby league. Some signing news around today. Dylan Edwards actually re-signed uh, with the... Panthers for another four years. It's an extraordinary deal for him, uh, which will see him at Panthers until 2028. Uh, additionally to this, um, Josh Hodgson has announced his retirement effective immediately on medical grounds. Uh, he confirmed that he would be hanging up the boots after ongoing, undergoing season-ending neck injury in June. He had one year left on his contract at the Eels after joining the club in 2023, following eight years with Canberra. Uh, Greg Marsu has signed a new one-year contract with uh, Newcastle and Cameron Murray, who was, of course, the big target of Rugby Union at one point, uh, has re-signed with the Rabbitohs until 2028, which is fantastic news. Cameron's already played 146 games for Souths since making his debut against Brisbane in 2017. And um, Tanner Boyd has... Uh, re-signed with the Gold Coast um, after making extension with the club until the end of 2025. So plenty happening in rugby league land. Now, we get to round 27 and it is a long season. It has been exhausting. We've had the World Cup at the back end of last year. We had a pre-season comp for the first time in NRL history um, with a, a set uh, number of games, pre-season games, pre-season competition for the first time in a very long time. Um, we had then an extended season based on the fact that the draw had been restructured. So we now have 27 rounds. There was no mid-season weekend off for Origin 2, which had reverted to a Wednesday night. Each team got three buys. Uh, and we get to this point in the year. And to be quite honest with you, it is a bit exhausting. As someone who was fully engaged and who has dropped off a bit just because of the status of my team, I feel that the season is too long. I've spoken about this before. Um, the NRL needs to do something about this, but I doubt that much will be done because the players want the dollars, the clubs want the dollars, uh, the game wants the dollars, and for so long as they are bound by television contracts, they will be subject to whatever uh, is put in front of them. And this contract contains that we need a 17th team and we need a pre-season comp and uh, we need more origin globally and we need to go to Vegas and all these things, which I think will take their toll next year as well. Um, it, it is something to think about how the game structures it, its competition. The, the season at this point has gotten too long. The quality of matches is poor. I watched that game last week, the Roosters and the Tigers. Um, the Tigers were brave, but just uh, it, it's a long se long and painful season to watch people um, and, and just struggle at such a different level to the, to the talent um, that the Roosters had. And, and I felt bad in the sense that 
these guys have been training for a whole season and it just it looked like it had just gotten too much for them. Uh, we've seen it as well with the Bulldogs this week. Um, they have um, had some infighting at Belmore. Uh, there's talk of an upset, upset camp. Uh, a player has turned up for training late, been punished for it, and hasn't taken it too kindly. Uh, other player wants out of the club. It's just... It, it's hard to manage this stuff in a long season. And I, and I think that the, the the nature of this comp exposes the long tail to the competition. Um, and we have a lot of teams that, that have really struggled to get off the ground. We've played um, 27 rounds of football. And if you're a Tigers fan, you've only seen them win four times. Uh, if you're a Dragons fan, five. And a Bulldogs fan, seven. Uh, it is unfortunate it is painful. The Bulldogs for and against is minus 327. That's uh, 23 games so far where you've watched your team lose by more than a total of 327 points. It, it is painful. It is hard work, and I think the competition really needs to, to reevaluate itself uh, in this sense. Um, so the other thing to look at is the structure of the round 27 games because they will impact how the finals are played. Uh, Brisbane and the Storm have the early game on, um, have the Thursday night game and South and the Roosters the Friday night game. Penrith and the Cowboys don't play till Saturday and the Sharks and Raiders Sunday. So um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for the scheduling uh, to find slots here, but I expect that any game with either the Sharks and the Raiders would be next Sunday. Um, and the other game for them would be the late game on Saturday. Um, and then the Panthers game will probably be the early game next Saturday as well. Um, a very exciting week. I cannot believe we're here. It's one year since Allianz Stadium opened. And the Roosters blew south off the park. And incredibly, we're once again at round, the final round of the year, um, as we were in 2013, where the teams played for the minor premiership um, or 2022, um, where the teams played for who would host the final, and now we're here again this year. So, uh, And in 2019, South and Roosters played in the last round and then the next, um, and that was to get South to top four berth. So quite incredible, really. Um, let's get into this week's t um, team lists. So for Thursday night, the... Um, on Thursday night, the Broncos host the uh, Storm and uh, Josh Rogers and Blake Moser will make their NRL debuts while Tristan Saylor plays his fourth game of the season at fullback for the Broncos. Pereira makes his first appearance for 2023 on the wing. Kevy has named three hookers in his 17-man side with Pakes an option to spend time in the middle after the club confirmed no late changes in Wednesday's 24-hour team update. For Melbourne, more changes for the Storm with Warbrick and Katoa both ruled out. Grant Anderson will come on the wing while Joel Chan, Joe Chan moves into the back row for his NRL debut. Exciting youngsters Far Longo and Howarth are also debut off the bench alongside Alec McDonald and Aaron Penne. Um, no Reynolds, no Carrigan. It's um, no Hughes, no Munster. It's a... It's a hell of a team for both. Um, and I think 
seasoned veterans, Melbourne, but I think Brisbane at home have more to play for here. A minor premiership on the line, and um, it's hard to know. Pappenhausen is key probably for the Storm. Oh, it's a tricky one, uh, but Michael has gone Storm. On the early game on Friday night, Manly hosts the Tigers. No late changes expected for Manly. Jake becomes the 18th player to play 200 games for Manly and will start at lock. Uh, Gordon Chankong Tong retains his place on the bench after making his debut last week. And for the Tigers, Alex Twile with illness and Jake Simkin return for the NRL for the final game of the season and are expected to play. Felity makes his NRL debut and Lalali'i also gets his first shot at the big time off the bench. Luke Brooks would be playing in his last game for the Tigers if he was still available up against his future club, uh, but he is out. And this game will have some significance because it's going to be refereed um, by female referee Belinda Sharp um, on her own, which is amazing, an amazing achievement for the game. Michael has tipped Manly. On Friday night, Souths host the Roosters at Accor Stadium. Hopefully the weather holds out. Should be a cracker. Totola starts at the game at prop. Arrow goes to the bench. Cheekham has been recalled to the back row and host um, is out of the side. Jed Cartwright is named amongst the reserves and uh, could be a late inclusion on the day. For the Roosters, Joey Manu's um, availability is in question after he limped off with a hamstring injury. Uh... The Roosters will have their final training run tomorrow where a decision is expected to be made on Manu. Uh, Fletcher Baker joins in the front row with Jared out with that lengthy suspension uh, while Angus Crichton joins the bench after overcoming a knee injury to play New South Wales Cup last week. And Teddy is good to go. Uh, Big game this one. Adam G is the referee. Uh, Souths, of course, have been the hot topic. Uh, A lot of infighting. I'm very intrigued to see who turns up. This could be ruthless in one of two senses. The body language will tell it all for me in the first 10 minutes. Um, Does this rally the side and get everyone motivated and fired up? Uh, Or does the Roosters winning streak continue in this one? It's it's stressful. You always want to win over over the Roosters. um, And this one is very important. They will be looking to avenge last week. I think the biggest asset for Souths is not playing in this game. I'm not talking about Luttrell. I'm talking about Jared Warrior Hargraves, whose brain explosions are notorious. Um, but I'm seeing, I'm looking at this Roosters side and I'm thinking they have got some absolute talent here. Um, Manu Swali'i, if Manu plays, Swali'i and Billy Smith have been fantastic. Um, Brandon Smith has really come into form the last few weeks, and Wong in the second row has been doing outstanding work. Um, And the Butcher brothers are just um, very competent in what they do. Angus Crichton is a huge boost. Michael has tipped uh, Souths for pure reasons of reverse psychology and his success in tipping against the Roosters. I'm going to spend this podcast talking the Roosters up and why they should win this game uh, in the hope that it does the same but this is a Roosters side with uh, James Tedesco and um, James Tedesco and Luke Keary there. Sam Walker uh, was incredible last week in that match against the Tigers. Really eased into it, um, and I'm, I, I just think for Souths, it's been so long since they played at a core stadium 
which used to be a fortress for them. But their last game against the Cowboys, their last game there was against the Cowboys, uh, where they got absolutely smashed, um, lacked any motivation and any effort. And uh, for me, I just think that the the occasion might have got the better of them. Uh, I hope to be proved wrong, but I, I, Michael tips Souths. He's the Roosters supporter. I'm the South supporter, and I think the Roosters are going to win this one. On Saturday afternoon, the Dolphins host the Warriors at Suncorp. Jesse Bromwich returns from a groin injury to lead the Dolphins in their final game. Uh, so Jared Wallace reverts to the bench. And for the Warriors, Tamari Martin makes his long-awaited debut, uh, return at 5'8", in place of Luke Metcalf, while Mitch Barnett returns from a leg laceration to replace Adam Fanua Blake. Um... This is a danger game for the Warriors. I appreciate that that they are on a roll and they should win comfortably, but Wayne Bennett coach teams will spring a little surprise on this. And I, I would not be surprised if the Warriors, if the Dolphins ended the season the same way they began it. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a really good test for the Warriors just to um, see how they can go in a game that they're expected to win. Uh, because this is a game where it's it's third versus 14th. Um, the Dolphins have a, a patchy side. Uh, they haven't been able to get their foot halves together on the field much this year, but they've got speed and they've got aggression in the forwards. Uh, they've got Workman, they've got Bromwich, they've got Nichols, they've got Kafusi, uh, they've got Jared Wallace, um, and they've got some speed in the Hammer, Asako, Tessie New. Uh, so this should be an interesting game. Michael has gone Dolphins. Saturday afternoon, the Panthers host the Cowboys. Edwards, Taruva, Kenny and Sorison all back on deck and will play depending on how the Broncos fare against the Storm on Thursday night. And uh, Ivan may opt to rest more players later on if the Panthers are locked into second spot. And for the Cowboys, Peyton rolls out the same 17. They got the job done against the Dolphins. Laybutt holding his place. Nane and Valemi haven't been named but are expected to be available in week one of the finals if required and if they get there. Uh, Cogger and Cleary will need all the game time they can get, of course, with Luai injured in that loss to Parramatta. Um, I think Nathan Cleary was so impressive last week in that loss to Parramatta. I I loved his post-match press conference, um, press interview with Channel 9, where he was just so upfront and honest and and I think it just shows what it, why he's such a champion and and why he's praised by by people in the know in the game for his his presence um and his attitude and his mindset because he came out and said it's not good enough our performance was not good enough we were sloppy we were patchy he has a standard and I I commend him for wanting to have that standard every single week because in my opinion that is the difference between um a champion player and, and a really good player. And he, he is a proven winner. He he brings uh, a mindset. He, he brings a standard with him. And uh, I think leading by example and, and saying that to the media, but talking to your own players, really, that's the message. Um, outstanding work from him. Michael's tipped Penrith in this one. I expect them to win too. Um Dragons host the Knights on Saturday night. Uh, Jaden Sullivan listed among the reserves as he looks to return from a hammy injury. Um, Tawatawamone and 
Ben Hunt are likely to finish the year in the halves. DeBellin returns from suspension and Michael Molo goes to the bench. For the Knights, Jackson Hastings is listed among the reserves as he nears a return from an ankle injury, as is Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who missed round 26 with a shoulder issue. But the pair are more likely to be rested, with the Knights already locked in to host an elimination final next week. And, um, of course, Ponga is not playing in this game. The Dragons might look to finish the year on a high. Um, it'll be a good test for Newcastle just to see how they are without their playmaker. I think the important, more important thing for them rather than winning big will just be defence and um, just being defensively minded and, and sort of preparing for a bit for you know what happens if Ponga goes down in the finals um, and hopefully that doesn't happen. So... Um, Dragons are probably going to do something creative with Ben Hunt there, but um, Newcastle is Michael's tip in that one. The Titans host the Bulldogs on Sunday at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, Mo Fodawaker, um will return from after missing last week's game. Um, Tom Weaver remains the halfback in place of Tanner Boyd, with the Titans expected to run out as per the program. For the Dogs, Ray Fatala Mariner and Ryan Sutton among the reserves. And Luke Thompson and Liam Knight will start. Michael has tipped the Gold Coast. Canterbury would be hanging for the end of the season. Um, and then Sunday afternoon, the big game, the Sharks hosting the Raiders. Nico returns from um, after missing the Knights game with a quad injury and is expected to play. Uh, Matt Moylan remains on standby after being named on the bench in the only change to Craig Fitzgibbon's side from last week. For Canberra, Horsburgh was found guilty at the judiciary on Tuesday and will likely be replaced by Atta Mariota. Jack Whiten has been named at centre, but there could be a late change um, and a move to the halves with Jared Croker to the run-on side. And despite a facial injury, Jamal Fogarty has been named and is expected to play after training with side earlier in the week. And in that game, Michael has tipped Cronulla. So running through Michael's tips, Michael's tipped um, the Storm to win at Suncorp, Manly to get it done over the Tigers, Souths to beat the Roosters at Accor Stadium, the Dolphins to beat the Warriors, the Panthers to beat the Cowboys, the Knights to win at Cogra, the Titans to win at the Gold Coast, and Cronulla to win at Points Bet Stadium. Final round this week... Uh, Michael is still on leave. Um, it's been an extended stay. We have all noted that in the time he's been away, the Roosters have been on this incredible winning streak. Um, he hasn't said what will happen if the, the winning streak continues after his due return date. Um, part of me thinks that he'll extend his stay and, and then come back at the end of the season if the Roosters were to win the comp and, and say it was all because of him. Uh, but Knowing Michael, he will be here for finals. Um, that's all from us this week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. And one more thing, how good is Rugby League?